I'm your host, Jaye Bino, and we have a wonderful show coming to you this season. We have some exceptional guests with some wonderful stories to share that will inspire you like they inspire me. And I can't say who's going to be on the show, but I can say it will be a blessed show. I try and create content that will touch people's hearts, that they will get joy out of and inspiration, because I want my show to be able to reach people of all nations across the world. And I always believe that whatever comes dark always comes to light. So I try and provide a good show for my fans. We have some wonderful singers, musicians, actors, actresses that'll be on the show in the summer. It's gonna be a new season, a new day, a new time. I can feel it right now. So I hope you all continue to listen to my show and be inspired by my show. As my show inspires me, which is why I do it every day. I feel that having a show like this lost another people. If I can be blessing to you or anybody. There's nothing more ready in the whole wide world. So please stay tuned to my show, The Jamie and Show. We got a good season, a good guest of celebrities that you will all love. And if you anybody wants to be on my show, please reach out to me. I'm always available. Um, you can reach out to me on Facebook, Instagram, and my email is okay, J A I Y E B Y N O E at yahoo.com, jiabino at yahoo.com. That's my email. So please feel free to reach out to me day or night. I'm always looking for guests to be on my show. And so I can always create content that inspires you and makes me be a better person every day just for learning for your stories so I can help each other out. So, God, so with that said, God bless you all. I hope you all stay safe, stay blessed, and hope this will be a wonderful year, a wonderful summer. God bless you all. Thank you again. Hello there. You are on the Jamin Show, which is on WBCA 102.9 FM, Boston's local community radio station. I'm your host, Jai Banner, and my guest today is Jessica Lamore, a wonderful actress from, from Soul Shack and some other films. Hi, Jessica. Hello, I am doing well. Thank you for having me. It's a great day. I'm actually here in Durham, North Carolina right now. It's a little gloomy, but it's a good day. <laughs> no, that's good. Yeah, it's, it's a good day here in Boston. I'm so chilly, but still, summer's coming, so I'm looking forward to that, you know, so I can't yes, wait. Yes, likewise. <laughs> okay, so... um. Can you tell me a little bit about yourself, how you got, how you got started in, in, in acting? Oh, thank you so much. Absolutely. So I've been acting ever since I was maybe four years old. Yeah. Um, I vividly recall watching um, That's a Raven on Disney Channel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would always be in front of the screen, That's so Jessica. Yeah. It's the See, I had to put Jessica in there. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I was like, you know, it's the future I can see. So I said, you know what? I thoroughly enjoy this. And at that time, I began to participate in a lot of theater mm -hmm. in my, my and I'm from Miami, Florida. So in Miami, I began to star in theater shows in our local community for local organizations. So I continued on that um, theater path for a while. And eventually I wanted to move into film, but in the Miami market, at least for me at the time, it was very challenging to get yeah. into film in Miami. So I said, okay, I need to find a way to do this. So in the meantime, I just continued to perform perform on stage and host different events. Yeah. I would perform at different um, galas and do spoken word pieces. So every year of my life, I was using my creative um, skill. And then eventually I moved to Atlanta, Georgia for college. I went to Emory University specifically 
targeted Emory because of the film market in Atlanta. I knew it was an emerging field, an emerging market. So I said, okay, this is the place for a new actress or really not a new actress, but someone who wants to get into the film industry. So while I was in Atlanta, I started to do so many short films and it was such a great market there. I had so many different opportunities to grow in my craft, to meet different directors, producers, writers. It's so many people in Atlanta wanting to pursue film. So it was a great time building with different people and just moving forward as a community of filmmakers and creatives and actors and actresses. So that's really when I began to really dive into the film industry. And that really, most of the things on my resume, I think while in Atlanta, I was in Atlanta for two years and a half and in that time I believe I booked almost maybe 30 short films in that time so some things were student films some things were um um um, short film projects um for film festivals and things of that sort so not everything is on IMBD but (laughs) I was doing a lot of things there and eventually I continued to build my film career and that's how it really all started Oh, that's wonderful to hear, you know. I'm so glad you all took the suit your dream because I'm a thing and obviously you need more people, actors like yourself. So glad you got to very, very small inspired because she was fine with me. Oh. I actually talked to Alana Brown, the actor from that, so I came. He was fun. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So what projects are you working on right now? I have few, a few things I'm working on. I'm actually writing some things in the background because right. I truly do love acting, but I do see myself going in the background and the in, in front of the camera and behind the camera. So I'm writing some things currently, some projects. I'm also still working with um, Soul Snack here every time. I'm in Miami, we have another film, short film that we're filming. So I have a couple of those that we're working on now that will be coming out very soon on YouTube. So check it out. Um, I'm also working on a couple of projects that are still in pre-production. So um I can't speak of it too much right now, but I have some things that I've, I was able to book that is in LA and California right now. So they're working on pre-production matters, getting everything together. And when it's all good, they call in the actors, um, me. <laughs> so I'm working on, <laughs> thank you. So I'm working on a couple of things like that. Um, constantly doing auditions while balancing law school as well. So I'm currently in Duke University School of Law. So we're balancing both right now. And that's basically what I'm working on. Things that will be coming out. Definitely so snack. I have more projects coming soon. Oh wow. So fun. You're in law school. That's wonderful to hear. You know, you're doing a lot of stuff. Yeah, that's wonderful. Thank yeah. you. So when can you go to law school? Yeah, so um part of my oral advocacy comes from being an actress, wanting to speak to so many people and having that opportunity to connect with others. And really, what really led me to a lot initially was, you know, mock trial and getting into role and character of defending someone. Because ultimately, as a lawyer, you are equipped with telling someone's story, right? So Mm -hmm. as an actress, that's what I do all the time. I get into a role and I tell that person's story. Whether I'm Lisa, whether I'm Jennifer, whether I'm Ashley, I am telling their stories as an actress. So with law, I connected to it because I can tell people's story. So that can be in the different realms of of 
of big law, of business, of different industries, entertainment, sports, whatever it may be, I feel very comfortable with telling people's story and advocating for it. So that is really how I mesh. Everyone say, yeah, acting law, it's a little different, but really it's not. It's almost the same in that I am embracing a role and I am putting my whole heart in it and I'm making sure that it moves forward. So with acting, I get my role and I we see it on paper, but it's yeah. my responsibility to make that character move forward. Let's bring that character to life. Let's give her some layers. Let's give her some different intricacies just with law. So we get this case, we get the story, let's move it forward. Let's see the intricacies that's within it. So that's what really led me to law. It's what made sense in that even if I am not on set, I am still using my creative. I am still using my brain to see how I can move something forward. And that excites me. So yeah, that's what led me to law school. That's wonderful. So what inspires you? What gives, what gives, what gives you inspiration and hope? Oh man. So in regards to acting, mm -hmm. um, I would say just seeing, so, so growing up, and this is a uh, this is a common this is an uncommon take. But growing up, every time I watch TV, I look for someone who looked like me, and often I didn't see that. Sometimes, you know, I of course I looked forward to my Moesha. I was looking forward to girlfriends. I was looking for those um, solid shows of Black women where we see. But then I would watch other networks, and I'm like. I don't see someone who looks like me. And that would always discourage me sometimes as a young girl, because when I did see that one black woman, I'm like, okay, I can do it. I can be her. And I see someone who looks like me and she's on TV and she's killing it. Viola Davis, Taraja P. Henson, just seeing them, it excited me. And I want to be that pillar of hope for the next generation, for the next young black girl who's three years old watching that. So Jessica, if it comes out, yeah, <laughs> saying I can be that girl. Dreams do come true and it doesn't come true for only this person or this group. There are so many talented black women in this industry. So being able to see more of us empowering each other, leveling each other up, I think it's so profound. And I want to be a part of that legacy that so many black women have already paved the way for. I want to continue that for the next generation. A little black girl sees Jessica truth more like, Whoa, yes. oh my gosh, maybe this can happen for me. So I want to continue to be a pillar of hope for mm -hmm. the next generation and continue to show that we're talented. We're intelligent. We're excellent. And we are black magic. So that's something I want to continue moving forward. Well, you definitely inspired me, you know. I, I love to be on your show. So, so Jessica, if that comes up, <laughs> I'll remember you. <laughs> I truly appreciate, you know. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, um, what advice can you give actors that want to be that want to be next Jessica? Wow. Yes, absolutely. It's so you know, I never thought of me, you know, having people. Um, that question is a great question. I would tell them to continue to move forward. You know, this industry. It's so much, it's so filled with rejection. And I want to tell everyone that you are worthy, you are talented. And just because someone didn't see that part in you right now, that doesn't mean you're inadequate. It doesn't mean that you can't get to where you want to be. And it may not be at the time that you want it, but it will happen. And I also would tell people to not be, um, to never constrain their journey to some, how someone else went about it so someone may have you know got their first show and that was it for them they made it and you're you're sitting like man when am i gonna get my big break yeah. i tell you to make your big break move forward know your worth and even if someone even if you don't get the role that doesn't mean that you weren't talented it could have literally went down to okay her braids 
I didn't want braids. I wanted, I wanted a fro or I wanted a yeah. hair down. It could have been the easiest thing, but it doesn't speak to your talent. It doesn't speak to your ability and just keep on moving forward. And the next thing I would always say is the best actress and actor is a trained actor. So continue to train, continue to practice, continue to move your craft and don't ever think, a project is too small or a project is too, uh, or it's not good enough. Mm-hmm. Everything. One thing I hold myself to is that if it has Jessica truth, Lamore name on it, I'm going to give it my all. And I think that that should be something every actor does. Even if you feel that it's something your friend is filming, or if it's something your sister says, okay, let's get on camera. Let's do it. Give it your all. Because ultimately when they look you up, when people see you, you want to show your best self. So that's my greatest advice to that I can give to actors right now. And in short, that's three things to believe in yourself, to not be discouraged by rejection, know your worth. And thirdly, continue to train, continue to practice, continue to develop your craft because you're incredible. And there's so much more in you that you can unlock when you train as an actress. So that's my advice I have for people. That's one way here that definitely inspired me. How do you deal with attraction? Yeah, so honestly, it's something I had to learn <laughs> because um, when going into an acting, when I was acting in Miami, you know, I knew a lot of different um, people who were creating um, shows and productions. So, I mean, they knew my craft. So they're like, okay, yeah, Jessica. And sometimes it came down to, yeah, let's just call Jessica. So I was like, okay, this is going to be great. But when I went to Atlanta, <laughs> mm-hmm. So many auditions, so many rejections, um, <laughs> but some of them you get, right? But when I did get the rejections, I always thought, I first thought, okay, I wish that this industry gave us feedback. I wish directors had an opportunity to say, hey, work on enunciation or work on eye contact or work on your facial expressions. I wish we can get that right, but we can't. So every time I did get rejected, what I did, not not anymore. Now I'm just, I move forward. That's the first thing, move forward. But sometimes in your newer stages and as you're building as an actress, I would always advise you to look back at your auditions, see what, see after a week, because, you know, after doing it the first time, you're like, oh yeah, I killed it. But maybe in a month later or two months later, you go back and you're like, yeah, I didn't say that line too well. Or um, maybe it goes back to trying to critique yourself. And really what I say, I have a team. So I don't really talk to, I don't take advice from everyone. And I want, because you have to protect your mind. Because if everyone's saying, okay, no, that was horrible. You're going to be like, oh, dang, maybe I really, <laughs> I'm not really that great. But I have a team of people who I keep close to me. And I ask them, how was this? And I get their opinion. I ask them, how could I um, improve in this area? And that helps you move forward because, and make sure you have real people. Don't have a person that say, yeah, you're just, you're just such a great actress. No, no, no. Let me know when I could have improved. And if you gather that team of people who you rely on to continue to move you forward and to give you real feedback, even if it hurts, I think that helps you deal with rejection because not only are you, you, you were rejected, but you're finding a way to move forward so that hopefully you won't get another rejection. And even if you do, you know, you've improved and you've learned from that experience. And then the last thing I say with that is with rejection, with rejection and getting rejected in this industry, I always say when you're doing an audition, you are practicing, you are training. So even if you don't get the role, you were able to be Ashley for an hour. You were able to do this role for an hour. You were able to move in it to think of different creative ideas. So even if you feel that um, it was a waste of time, never see an audition as a waste of time. See it as an opportunity to 
grow in your craft, see it as an opportunity to say, okay, this is a moment where I can think of something new. I can try something different. And ultimately, all of that advances your creative ability. It advances you in your next role. And who knows, you may get something Mm-hmm. another Ashley I don't know why I'm stuck on Ashley but you can get another Ashley <laughs> and that time you're like okay I tried these three things now let me try it all together and it just makes you that much better yeah I definitely agree so aside from anything what else like like do for you do also so I do hit a little melody every now and then <laughs> I mean so I can't I always say I people tell me I can sing but yeah. when I think of singers I think of Mariah Carey I think of Ariana Grande I think of these incredible singers but i always i have to recognize that everyone has their own voice yeah and i do believe i do have my own voice it may not be mariah carey's but i can hit a note i can if i if need be in a show for example i did theater if i needed to sing a melody of course i did it and i i don't i think it went well but <laughs> so i'd say that i can sing but i don't know if i would make a career out of it i think you make a great singer oh thank you you know well we'll see where life takes me i never like to shut the door to anything yeah. another thing i do love to do is dancing though i love oh. to dance oh. growing up i've danced literally since i was like 4 years old my mom would um at our thanksgiving dinners at our christmas dinners we would have literally shows for the entire family and i come from a very huge family our thanksgivings have almost maybe 85 people and that's not even the entire family so we would perform and we would create dances so i don't think i'm a choreographer or anything but i know that i can learn a dance i can kill it and i can give my flavor into it so i do love to dance um it's something that i just enjoy and that i know that i can move i have rhythm i can make mm-hmm. it fun and spicy so i do love to dance that's another hobby of mine and another thing as well that i i like to rap Oh, yeah, I do. So I sing, but I love my family. We do a lot of freestyle. We do this a lot. So if I'm ever on set and someone drops a beat, just know Jessica's going to freestyle. Okay. I'm going to think of something off the dome and we're going to do something. We're going to do what we do here. (laughs) So I do love to rap as well. Rapping, dancing, um, spoken word. I love to perform spoken word. I Sometimes I wrote my own um, poetry, but I found that I like to bring people's words to life. So sometimes I just find um, artists who are writing their pieces and they want me to deliver it for them. So that's something I truly enjoy as well. Well, hello there. This is the J-Man Show on WBCA 102.9 FM. Boston's local community radio station. Is is what do you see yourself years from now? Absolutely. Um, down the line, I see myself, you know, in front of in many different projects, and I don't want to label myself. Some people, you know, my actors were on IMBD. Um, you see a lot of crying on cue, but I'm trying to add more clips of me doing fun things, like as we saw in So Snack with one of my um my latest videos, yeah. me just going into an antique store and That's doing things of that sort. So I love comedy. I love, I see myself being hopefully in a sitcom, in a drama, yes. definitely being a lead actress. And not only that, but even writing some things and helping to build others. And even, I always say that, and I do see myself going very far and being very successful, but ultimately success is only as good as how much you're bringing the next generation or the next 
person up with you. So even as I move forward, I see myself being a successful actress, but also equipping the next person right next to me or equipping the next generation below me. And not even, I say the next person and the next generation, because sometimes it's someone my age or someone that's or above me who is older than me that I'm saying, yeah, let's get into this together. Because I believe with success, you're mm-hmm. only as good if you're planting seeds of purpose yeah. into other people. So I see myself being a big actress and a great, a great attorney and a great a writer and maybe even running a production studio who knows but ultimately all of that goes into my goal of being very successful but ultimately equipping others to be successful as well because that's equally important because you can't be for me at least I don't want to be at the top and not equipping other people because then what what's the purpose of it right we want to help build our we want to help build people. We want to help build the next generation. And we want to continue to instill hope in people because ultimately in this industry, you can lose it really quickly. Let's be real. Um, with so many rejection letters and not even rejection letters, just never hearing back from producers or directors, you, um, you can feel rejected and you can feel like, okay, maybe, maybe this isn't for me. And I don't want people to think that because you're, you're creative. You have an opportunity to, use yourself and I don't want people to die with their dreams with them let's live it out let's pursue it as much as we can and let's give it our all so that's where I see myself in short um very successful but ultimately ensuring that other people are succeeding with me that's wonderful to hear I can definitely tell you didn't go far because you're such a powerful woman a strong woman definitely more than more woman like yourself you know so yeah well, thank you thank you yeah. and so, so how did COVID affect you oh my gosh yes um it was definitely a transition because you know we would ultimately we're always, we're always going into auditions that were in person and ultimately honestly I like being in person oh, yeah. I love to um show people my energy my <laughs> personality I love to you know shake your hand and I'm People know this, um, at least in my law school, uh, strangers here know that I'm a hugger. I, and maybe people people don't like, well, now after COVID, yeah. people don't want to hug. You know, I want to, I like to show you that, you know, I'm a person and you're a person and let's bond. But I feel that COVID kind of took that away from us, you know, having that ability to show our interpersonal skills beyond the work because there's so many talented people but you want to also be a person that's easy to work with you want to be a person who you enjoy coming on set with right you don't want to be like okay here goes Jessica right (laughs) you want to say oh there goes Jessica let's get to work so I want to in my auditions I like to show that I am I am talented but I'm also an easygoing person to work with and someone that will bring even more light to the set. So that's something I thought that was kind of challenging to show over Zoom and over these different mediums that we had to rely on. And honestly, a lot of my productions that I had actually ended up falling through. And that was was a little hurtful because I had, um, I think I had like three projects that we were ready to go with it. And I really had so much high hope in it. But when the pandemic happened, Funding, funding decreased. Um, people no longer had the finances to move the, fr- the film forward because with filming, as you know, it's not just filming. You need to advertise. You need to have people, um, you need to do interviews. You need to go travel. You have to do all these things. But that ultimately took away from a lot of films. And I even had a couple of directors and I see now they're getting back into their craft, which makes me so happy. They just completely stopped. They said, you know, um, I'm not doing this anymore. It's not paying the bills. I don't know how I'm going to make it. So it really did um, take away a couple of opportunities that I was really looking forward to, unfortunately. But 
like I tell everyone, and I think a the theme of this right now is always move forward, yeah. keep pursuing the next opportunity. So yes, it did affect me. Um, and I hope maybe those productions will come back soon. Yeah, me too. Because I love to, you know, get bound. Get on for like, you know, Sandra life, you know, it's, it's all crazy. I definitely agree, you know, yeah. Absolutely. What like like to do for fun and travel eyes when you're not filming? Yeah. So I so one thing I love is to hang out with my family. Um <laughs> on my Instagram. I know that's probably not the common take, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on my Instagram you can see like I have highlights and um most of it is with my family. Mm-hmm. I love to do um everything with my family. My family is my greatest support system ever since I was younger. Mm-hmm. They called me an actress even before I completely. I mean, I knew I was going to be an actress, but they knew it first, right? Mm-hmm. And they really supported me and I find that that's sometimes rare. You know, some people are like, "Oh, you want to be an actress? Good luck with that." Or, you know, giving comments that really doesn't encourage you, but my family I've never heard them say, "Oh, oh, are you sure you want to do that?" I always hear them say, "Yeah." We're, we can't wait for the Oscars. We can't wait to go to the next Golden Globes. Yeah. They, and they always encourage me, even times where I'm like, okay, guys, I'm ready for my big feature film. I want to, you know, they're like, Jessica, it's coming. And I can't wait for when it comes. And we know it's coming. So don't even worry about the timing. Don't worry about the process. Know that it's going to happen. And that's something that I truly just love to be around my family. So we travel. We like to travel a lot. I think this year... We traveled maybe four times already and we're in April. That says a lot, but <laughs> we love to ha- hang out together. We love to have movie nights. Mm-hmm. We love to go to um, arcades. Um, I love an adventure park. I'm huge on um, zip lining and doing those things. I'm very adventurous. <laughs> um, so I love to do those things with my family. And they push me because sometimes, quite frankly, I don't want to zip line in the middle of a forest. <laughs> my family's like, no, Jessica, do it. So they push me beyond my boundaries. And those things are really fun. Um, so yeah, I love to hang out with my family. I think that's my that's my safe place. That's my place where I'm the freest, where I can feel joy and encouragement and sometimes very real feedback of what's going on and things of that sort. So yeah, being with my family is fun. I think after a long day of set, I'll just run home, not to like something else or think something that's going on, but really to my family. So that's wonderful to hear, you know. Family is living in front of I definitely agree. Yeah. Would you ever consider running for president of the United States someday? Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> well, uh, I I can't say I haven't considered it. Um, but and my family, of course, like I keep bringing them up. Yeah. Like, yeah, just the next president you're the next president. i'm like we'll see you know we're not closing the door uh we're not um i don't know if i'm running through it either i'll see where life takes me okay i hear, I hear that definitely come, come, come to boston one day or i wouldn't mind i'm never i'm not close to any place i always tell directors and people mm-hmm. that i meet that i am 100 percent to traveling and okay. to doing um productions if you want me to be in boston i'll be in boston if you need me to be in um, Hawaii, I'll be in Hawaii. If you need me to be in Montana, I'll be in Montana. <laughs> I love to, um, I don't think geographics are a, a limit to my acting. Wherever I am needed, wherever I can do the role, and it's a great project, of course, and of course there's financial backing in it. <laughs> I'll definitely get to the city, I'll get to the state, and we'll We'll work. We'll do what we do. and We'll make magic. So I'm absolutely open to traveling to Boston to do work. Um, I don't know. I I always tell people I never closed off to living somewhere. So if we have a show that's in Boston for two years or three years, I'd happily relocate. Um, I'm very 
I know my dreams. I know what take what it takes to move it forward. Yeah. So traveling isn't something that's going to stop me from doing so. Mm-hmm. I'm happy to. One thing about my family, they're very supportive. So even if they're not in Boston with me, mm-hmm. I'll still be on FaceTime. We'll still have our connections and they'll know that I'm pursuing what I love. I'm pursuing my dreams. So I can definitely see myself there if the opportunity calls for it. Yeah, it'll be, be such an honor to meet you, so I'll look for David. Absolutely, I'll definitely let you know. <laughs> yeah, so I, my next question to you is, how, does, um, is how do you deal with racism? Because it's such a, a sad thing, you know what I mean? Absolutely. So being a dark-skinned Black woman, you get a lot of, you get a lot of, comments you get a lot of um racism discrimination um it's very prevalent in everything in my acting in law school in every realm ultimately my ultimately i always say my you don't hear my speech first you don't hear you don't know my knowledge you don't know my my creative you don't know my craft but you know that i am a black woman so anytime i walk in the room that's the first thing you're going to see and ultimately i'm always having to debunk predispositions about a black woman you know even um going into a room and they're they have an expectation of what the black woman looks like or what the black woman will laugh at or but we're so versatile we're so different we're so incredible in so many ways that you can't box us into a category we're proudly black women but you cannot have your predispositions of what type of black woman i embody and sometimes it comes that does affect some things it does because you go into an audition and they're expecting you to do something else that you weren't willing to do or they wouldn't ask of someone else and I've noticed that and that does affect me sometimes because I'm like hmm I know my my counterpart who isn't a black woman I know that you wouldn't have asked her or you wouldn't have done certain things so it it is challenging but ultimately I combat that with embracing that I am a proud black woman someone in front of me can't notice my worth or can't hold me to the value or to the esteem that I am worthy of Mm -hmm. I just remove myself from the situation um as black people we are constantly and I mean constantly going through microaggressions but I think we survive with a sense of pride knowing that this skin I'm in is nothing like it and moving forward and knowing that some may not appreciate it but as long as I know in myself that I am a Black, excellent woman, we can combat it all. And I think that seeing people before me, the generations before me, embody that and show excellence despite racial tensions, despite racial barriers, I see that I too can do it. So for people who are dealing with a lot of you know, racial tensions, I always say we can and we have overcome it and we can continue to do so. Yes, I, I definitely hopefully agree, you know, because, you know, because it, it can be a challenge, you know, being on set and, and experiencing that kind of discrimination. I definitely agree, you know, so, yeah. Absolutely. So what kind of roles do you look for in auditional? Yeah, so the roles that draw my attention the most is the ones that have many layers to it, right? And roles that challenge me to do something that I, I don't, that I've never done before. So, that's two layers. So that's two different types of roles. One that um, that has many layers. And that one I love because it forces me to find different areas of which I can expand that role. And some, one of my greatest acting coaches, she would always say, every time we had a line, I could just hear it in the back of my mind, mm-hmm. change, 
change, change. Because her, her, um, her training and how she trained me was with every line or with every, with every phrase, there's a change that can happen. So when I see an actor with so many layers, I'm just like over, I'm off the roofs. I'm saying, okay, change, change, change that change and make a, make a difference. And even it would be very subtle with the blink or moving your hand, but bring a new layer to that actor. So seeing like a role in which I can do that is very enticing for me. And sometimes it's even roles that are seemingly plain. So on the paper, it seems like a very, okay, this is so straightforward. But then I'm like, no, that gives me the most creative opportunity to make it something even greater. And I love those types of roles that maybe on the surface, it's like, okay, this is a person, but let's see how we move it. And then the other roles that I love is roles that takes me outside of my comfort zone. So um, as you've seen, probably on my IMBD, I can cry on cue. I can do a lot of drama and, I, I, and I'm very comfortable and I feel that I can continue to advance in that area as well. But I look forward to those roles that makes me do something I haven't done before. So I haven't done an action film. So I, who knows? I can be a spy in a movie before, right? Let's, let's, let's take me to another, another place. I can be, I can act as the, um, the villain or something in a, in a Disney show or a Disney movie. I love to explore those roles that take me outside of what's on my resume because you can see that I can definitely do a lot of roles, right? Yeah. We, we have roles that I technically, I often get casted for, you know, the crying scenes and sometimes the comedy shows as well, but getting into the in-between, the action, the suspense, even um, a scary movie is something I'd love to um, try and do. So those roles really entice me because it takes me into a new avenue that I haven't explored on film because I've explored it in my training, of course, doing different uh, monologues and different scenes with my acting coach. But I want to put that on screen. Let's put that in action. So those are the two roles, layers that roles that have layers and roles that forces me to do something I haven't done yet. That's wonderful to hear. Yeah, I definitely, I truly agree with you. I like what I've seen so much more from you. You know, Trisha, such a wonderful, strong woman. Are you going to go far? Yeah. And um, thank you. I'm I'm looking forward to more roles and to be able to speak to you and more people. And I'm truly grateful for, you know, the opportunity for you reaching out to speak to me. I clearly, as you can see, I love to speak of my craft. I love to speak of my, uh, my journey. And ultimately I know that it's still going. So this interview now could be very different from an interview I have in two years, (laughs) or maybe it'll be the same. Who knows where life will take me. Um, But I truly enjoy being able to document this process and seeing I'm on Soul Snack now, continue to do Soul Snack and continue to do other things. Let's see where that takes me. Absolutely. Yeah. Have you got to meet any stars or celebrities since you've been in the business? Yes. So in Atlanta, actually, I went to a lot of black women, um, the black women in film industry. And they had a lot of many, they had a lot of events of networking events. So I was able to um, go to these events and meet very um, powerful black women in the industry. And it was just very inspiring conversing with them because I really appreciated those spaces because in making those connections, they were very small spaces. I think it'll be maybe like Hmm, 60 people in the room or sometimes even 40 people in the room so that really gave you an opportunity to converse and to meet people and know of their craft so I was able to meet some different actors producers writers people who have written for Denzel people who's Uh written for 
yeah so they're 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 big people in the game right so even in that moment just coming into my identity say hi i'm jessica it's nice to meet you um so i did have those opportunities to meet with people who are in front of the camera and people who are outside of the camera and that really all came from my um experience in atlanta while living there in miami unfortunately i haven't been to an event like that but <laughs> hopefully i can create it right um but so yeah i've been i've been i've had the opportunity to meet and converse with different um, actors and producers and writers. That's great. They're going to help you get, get on a big screen. I know. Fingers crossed. I hope so. Um, <laughs> you can oh, you can always hope that they'll remember you and that, you know, you'll continue to follow up and show your crap. But hopefully one day they'll remember, oh, I met her. She's yeah. incredible. So we'll see where life takes me. Hopefully they remember me when writing yes, I, a movie. <laughs> yes, I definitely remember because I tell you in profile. So how can you find you on social media? Absolutely. So you can definitely find me on IMBD, Jessica Lamore, that's there. I'm also on Instagram, J Truth Lamore. That's J T R U T H L A M O U R. So that's my Instagram. I'm mainly on Instagram. I do have a Facebook but I'm rarely on it. I'm being very honest, but you can definitely follow me on Facebook. Um, that's my name, Jessica Lamore. And yeah, that's mainly my social media presence. I don't have a Twitter, um, but I'm mainly on Instagram. So if you want to follow me, I'm very transparent with my life <laughs> on Instagram. Okay, wonderful. And um, it's such an honor to talk to you. And um, this is you really inspired me, you know, so, and I wish you all the best, you know, and um. And I think come come on my show, you know, it's my, the way way you made me made me smile and see life in a different way, you know. So yeah. thank you. It was truly a pleasure. And I thank you. And anyone who's watching and listening, I am available to converse. And anytime, you know, people may need advice or simply want to consider me for an opportunity, I am available. I'm always willing to speak. And if you'd like to contact me um, for something professional, um, please email me at jlamore. 2010 at yahoo.com. Hello, this is Jai Bino. You're on the J-Man Show. Um, my guest is Nicole Renee, singer and songwriter. Hi, Nicole. Welcome to the show. I appreciate you coming on. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Um, so can you tell me about your new single? Here you have a new single coming out in 2021. Oh, my new single. Okay. Um, actually, we're, um, we're just mixing the record right now, and uh, we haven't quite decided on which one that will be but we'll know shortly <laughs> it's a little too early okay well um so why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself how you got started in the business <laughs> um so I, i've been singing since i was a, a little girl okay. and i started out on a little local uh television show and here in philadelphia and uh philadelphia pennsylvania mm -hmm. and then that um after that i i, I landed a, uh, a teen show uh, program uh, where I was able to, you know, learn how to produce and, and, and write for magazines. We did a little bit of everything as teenagers. And uh, it was called Teen Summit for Black Entertainment Television. So I did that for a couple of years. And uh, then uh, I think my sophomore year of doing Teen Summit, that's when I got the opportunity to host my own program on a local radio station uh, here in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and uh, it was uh, an affiliate of WDAS-FM, uh, which is now an iHeart radio station, and uh, I had my own show called The Way It Is on there, and we were very similar to that of the program that I uh, hosted on television, 
for radio, we basically interviewed lots of different celebrities and got their opinions on everyday uh, topics. And we basically got their perspectives and, and enjoyed, uh, you know, their music and talked about, you know, their lives and et cetera. It was, it was a fun time. And after that, I, I got graduated from high school and, and I uh, went to school for audio engineering. And, and in the midst of that, I was picked up by a record company and I've been writing and singing and, and uh, doing my thing ever since. Oh, that's awesome. Cause I remember your first, mm -hmm. um, I get what you want. I get what you know. And I love that song. You know, I think, I think Missy Pussy Pussy for you along with Timbaland and, and, and Aaliyah, right? No, no, that that's actually not me. People confuse us all the time. That's Nicole Ray. Okay, okay, Nicole Ray. Okay. That's Nicole Ray. Yeah, I, I um, uh, uh, I'm Nicole Renee. Okay, okay. That was that was her song. Yeah, my song was Strawberry. Okay, I think I remember that song. Yeah, because I, mm -hmm. I, I remember now. Yeah, because I remember Jim when I was in high school. You know, yeah, <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah, I do. Yeah. So, so aside from singing, um. What else do you like to do for fun? I mean, in your spare time. For fun, well, you know, uh, in addition, I actually run a construction company. Okay. Um, it's called Stand Up Builder. So I build and design houses for people and do rehabs. I've been doing that since 2008 now. But uh, um, I also sell real estate. I build. I design. I do a little bit of everything. I, I'm handy. Okay. Very handy. And uh, I guess uh, for a hobby, uh, I like to shoot. Uh, I've been I've been going to Target practice once a week and learning how to you know defend myself just in case someone decides to <laughs> invade my home I'm yeah. ready. <laughs> I got you cause especially now with COVID you have to be careful you know because I know uh, people are crazy so you know I think especially as a single female it's important uh, you know that you have your weapon and you're locked and loaded in the house you know. I hear Home security you. is very important. It sure is. I can I can agree more. You know. Uh, mm -hmm. So what kind of music are you listening right now? Is well, it's still soul music. You know, it's still soulful music, and you know, I I, I run the gamut of pop with edgy um, overtones. Uh, but this album is just basically leads people to Christ. Mm -hmm. Okay. To me, like you know. These times, especially, I am, I mean, it just, I've always been close to the Lord, uh -huh. but, but I don't think, you know, I, I don't see how anybody couldn't be close to the Lord now. Mm -hmm. I mean, if we've ever needed him before, we sure do need him now. And, and so this new album is, is, is just about looking at your life and, you know, learning how to concentrate on what's most important. I think that the, the, the gears of ego and and self has have got to move out the way and we gotta operate in, in more we's mm -hmm. and 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 get the I mentality out uh, on and off the table. I think once we do that, we as a people, as a body, as one body, will be better. Oh yeah. And that's what the goal is for us to get better. You know, it's an individual effort for us to clean up our own back doors mm -hmm. so that we can contribute to society and work together. I definitely understand that. You know, that's, that stuff is something you all got to change for what I hear you, huh? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, so what kind of advice can you give me as an artist and 
But I want to be a singer. I want to be in this business. You know, what kind of advice can you give them? Um, what do you mean help? Get, trying to get a foot in the door. You know? I would say, I mean, with the stuff that I do, like I'm, I'm, I haven't done secular stuff in quite some time. So I'm, and I put, I'm putting out my own music independently now, because uh, for me that's just the way to go. So I mean, I'm kind of trial and error myself right now, and and leaning on the Lord. Um, and uh, so, I mean, I don't know that I would be uh, uh, the greatest expert, um, but, you know, if, if, if you have a word of, of, uh, of advice that you need, I'll surely deliver it. Yeah, I, I definitely appreciate, you know, appreciate that, you know, absolutely. Um, okay, so I guess, my, I guess my next question is, um, you know, how has this pandemic affected you in your music? Um, no, it's not affecting my music, I wouldn't say. Um, if anything, uh, it's affecting the things that I write about. Mm-hmm. You know, because I've lost a lot of people that I cared very uh-huh. dearly for, and just seeing, you know, I'm I'm one of these people that that, that my mother used to always say she's a friend to the friendless. Mm-hmm. I love everybody. People that I don't even know, I I just have a heart for the people. So uh, looking at the news every day and seeing the tragedies that have just been, you know, facing us. And when I say us, I'm speaking as we's, even if it wasn't me directly, if it's we the people, that means it's me too. So um, we all have gone through a lot this year, you know? And and so of course the music, uh, it lends to that, you know? And you, when you hear it, you'll hear the death and the realness in that. Mm-hmm. I definitely agree, you know, yeah. So where do you see yourself? Um, I, I, I mean, I, I, I've always done music. I don't think I'll ever stop. As long as there's breath, I'll always sing unto the Lord because that's just my gift. Mm-hmm. And I'll always write and communicate. Uh, and so, I mean, that's wherever God is going to take me. I don't marry to anything. I just do what I'm called to do at that moment. And I pray before I do anything. And and that's the way I live my life. I definitely understand that, you know. Um, do you have any plans for tomorrow? Um, actually, I'm going to bring this year in again, um, on my knees, reading scriptures, praying to God, thanking him for what he has done and everything that he's going to do because I have faith and that's what I'm resting and believing in. So I want to spend, you know, the last hours of this new year, uh, this year, uh, just thanking him for his presence and what he's done. I kind of said by myself. Um, do you plan to go on tour maybe in the new year? Um, any shows planned, you know, for, for your new album release? Well, well, like, again, it, it's really dependent on what God God's will is for, um, for this pandemic, you mm-hmm. know, how far it's going to continue. There's a new wave, apparently, that's coming out. Uh, they just announced that it's in Colorado. So I'm just prayerful. And whenever we can resume so that we can do things in in a new normal way. Mm-hmm. I'm going there. I'm going to be ready and prepared to sing. Absolutely. You know, because I'll, if we come to Boston, I'll, I'll be honored to meet you in person also. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for coming on my show and doing this interview. I definitely appreciate it. I appreciate you. God bless you and okay. yours. Okay. Well, so I'll just, I'll just, I'll just want to question for you. I want to question on what, what do you think we can do? What do you think we can do to change the world to make the, to make the world better? In your opinion, I think we have to get to know God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that if we all knew God mm-hmm. in a personal way, I believe that the world would be different. Yeah.
it would be about love. We wouldn't have people killing others because, you know, one of the commandments is love thy neighbor as I love thyself. Mm -hmm. It's my favorite commandment. And I truly believe that there would be no killing mm -hmm. if we if we cared about and loved our neighbor the way we're supposed to. So I just wish we would just obey those commandments mm -hmm. and heed to them. Because if we did, this world would be a better place. Uh, this country was built on those principles initially. And I think the more we ease God out of the system in our lives, that's when all this turmoil and I and you know, living for self, don't care about anybody else but ourselves, that's a problem. That's a problem. Because we got to look at the world as a collective and not individually. I see. I guess that's true. And how did the, and how did the George Floyd incident affect you? How did that affect you, you know, and how is this whole racism affecting you, you know, because it's so sad where things are going on right now. I mean, it must affect you, it must affect you in a big way. I don't know affect me. Oh, no doubt. I mean, the fact that I'm an African-American, mm -hmm. you know, and the fact that even still today, people don't love us yeah. simply because of the color of our skin and they misjudge us before we even open up our mouths. You know, this should not be. It never should have been. Mm -hmm. And 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 that's the reason, one of the biggest reasons why I feel like we need God. Because you couldn't judge your neighbor. You couldn't, you know, uh put down your neighbor and look down upon other people if you if you love God the way you should. So I, I, I think that this country is just, you know, if we continue down this road. Mm -hmm. We are going to face more perilous times. People mm -hmm. are, are upset about COVID. Mm -hmm. I think more plagues are going to come if we keep on living the life like we've been living it. It's got to stop. We got to love one another. And we got to, you know, change the laws and make the rules so that they work for us all mm -hmm. and not just rich people. It needs to work for everybody. Yeah. I guess that's true, you know, because that's because it's very You're right, because the world is going crazy, you know, and it, it's unnecessary being treated like that. You're right; it's, it, it is definitely unnecessary. You know? I definitely, I kind of said, I kind of said better myself. You know, I definitely agree with you. Um, so, um, would you would you consider running for president of the United States? If if give, give me a, <laughs> I, I you know, you know, it's, that's an interesting question. I think because I would like to believe that because. You know, my love for the Lord is is so vast and it's so deep within my heart. Um, he's my best friend and he's always been my best friend. And, you know, even when I wasn't always doing what I was supposed to do when I was supposed to do it, mm -hmm. because when you go out into this world, you know, you always want to test and see sometimes whether what you know is really, the, really what's right. Mm -hmm. And then I discovered that everything that I was taught as a little girl was the right thing for me to do. So I, you only got to sting me once or twice. <laughs> I'm not going to go for a third time. You know what I mean? I'm one of those kind of people. So, you know, you keep on stinging me and I'm going to go right. Mm -mm, that's okay. I'm done with that. I'm, I'm choosing God's way and that's the way for me. So um, with all that being said, you know, to me, you, God gives everybody free will. Mm -hmm. And so I don't believe that although I have chosen, you know, this face, Mm -hmm. uh, this belief that I have in God, I believe that if I were a president, mm -hmm. I would handle it a lot like um, 
how I read in the Bible. God gave everybody the right to choose who they would serve mm -hmm. and what they would do with their lives. So I would give people the right to choose who they would serve, mm -hmm. how, what order they would follow. I would give them that option. Mm -hmm. um, I wouldn't push uh, what it is that I know works for me mm -hmm. on them, but I would suggest it very much so because I just feel that it works. Mm -hmm. But if they didn't choose my way, that that's I would respect them just the same because God would want me to do that and love them just the same, mm -hmm. you know, because everybody comes to the knowledge of truth in their time or they don't, mm -hmm. and we love them anyway. So uh, I think I would be a consistent president. I think that I would be fair. Mm -hmm. Most importantly, uh, would I want the job? I don't know. I like to have a lot of fun, uh, you know, playing my instruments. <laughs> so I might, I might have too much of a false balance because I really enjoy, um, you know, playing my instruments, writing and singing. And I do a lot of that to work throughout the course of the day. And so I don't know that I would be able to do that being a president. I think you have to be very busy you know, with, with all this other stuff. And, and that, that might hurt my heart because one thing I know about the talent that God has given me, I don't know how to not do it. Uh, I see. Because uh, I think, because I, I think you make a wonderful president, you know. And <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I never thought about that, but thank you. Appreciate mm -hmm. you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so do you want to sing something? Do you want to sing a song for me now or for, for your fans? Or? <laughs> I wasn't prepared to do that uh, right now. Okay. Not during this time. I I don't have. I wasn't prepared to do that. I'll show you, you first one. Hey, same, but it's up to you, know. So <laughs> I decided. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. I guess. So. Uh, so. Uh, any final words you want to say to your fans? Because I, I know I know your fans love you. So any final words you want to say to them? I just want to thank you for continually listening to um, the old record and. I'm very excited to deliver the new record to you. And I, I'm, I, I would love for you to continually to support because I love performing and singing for you. I sure will, I promise you. And um, so, my, so I guess my next question is, um, what, is, what, is, what, is, what is it like to be famous, you know, to, to be a star? I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. That's I don't know, I'm not famous yet. <laughs> I thought you were, because you seem like, seem, cause I seem like, a, seem like a big star to me, you know, so, you know, and. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so. I've always been, I've always been a, a, a uh, little bit of an introverted person. Okay. So, yeah, when, when, when you, when you write and you perform and you do, you know, things mm -hmm. on a certain level. Hello there. This is the J-Man Show on WBCA 102.9 FM, Boston's local community radio station.